Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is January 2nd, 2024. Happy New Year to everybody. Professor Sachs joins us now. I'm raising my voice because Chris is all excited about somebody else in the house. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Professor Sachs. And thank you very much for joining us. Is the Israeli government of Benjamin Netanyahu in danger? of destroying Israel by the manner in which it's attempting to destroy Gaza. I think the uh, brutality of what Israel is doing, uh, and it, it really is uh, genocidal intent, according to legal scholars, is uh, beyond acceptable. Uh, it's leading to a worldwide revulsion. Uh, Israel has one supporter left. That's the United States. But inside the United States, the American people do not support what Israel is doing. So the extremism of the Israeli government uh, and its extreme intention, which is to uh, fully dominate uh, the occupied territories uh, of uh, the West Bank, uh, East Jerusalem, and Gaza, uh, is putting Israel into uh, extreme isolation and its war crimes uh, are uh, leading to uh, a huge antipathy and backlash from the rest of the world. Israel counts on uh, unconditional support from the United States for all of this. I don't believe that there will be unconditional support from the United States. Uh, much longer at all, because what Israel is doing is uh, unacceptable. Is what Israel doing is doing destroying Israel as well? And if so, how do you mean by total and complete isolation, by risking uh, the uh, loss of friendship of its closest ally, or by military incursions physically to stop the invasion? Well. You know, what Israel is doing right now is slaughtering people uh, in Gaza. Uh, the death toll has uh, now increased to over 22,000. Uh, most are women and children. Israel has displaced more than 2 million people. Uh, it told them, go south, go south uh, in Gaza, and then it bombed the south as well. Uh, 
the idea is very clear uh, if you watch day to day and listen carefully to the Israeli politicians. They want to ethnically cleanse Gaza. They want the Palestinians out. But ethnic cleansing is a massive war crime. Uh, and uh, Egypt, which is on the border, said they will not be party to ethnic cleansing. So Israel has destroyed the uh, habitation of uh, hundreds of thousands of people, pushed uh, two million uh, out of their homes, um, and uh, continues uh, the onslaught right now. Now, what are the implications of this? Well, I think the first implication is Israel can't do this a, a single day without the United States complicity, basically. I say complicity because the United States provides munitions all the time to Israel. Uh, in fact, uh, there was just a, a recent shipment that Blinken uh, declared uh, under emergency procedures uh, to avoid any scrutiny by the U.S. Congress, because the American public does not accept this. But the point is, Israel day by day depends on the United States for its munitions. The United States says, no, the war stops. Uh, and uh, the United States should absolutely say no. Uh, Israel is uh, isolating not only itself, but is isolating the United States. Just uh, within the last few hours, uh, Israel bombed uh, a neighborhood in Beirut, uh, killing, uh, according to the uh, wires, uh, a leading Hamas official, but killing a lot of other people as well because it was a apparently a drone attack uh, in a neighborhood, a residential neighborhood of Beirut. Um, so Israel's also provoking a much wider war. The United States absolutely doesn't want a wider Middle East war. My God, we've got enough wars. We've depleted enough stockpiles. Uh, we are uh, absolutely uh, uh, in no position to have, and of course there shouldn't be, but in no position to have a wider Middle East war. But uh, Israel is uh, taking steps that could lead to that as well. This is a, a dead-end approach. It's a dead end because it's all predicated on an absolutely unacceptable idea. The idea of this government in Israel is that Israel should permanently dominate what they call greater Israel, which means not only geographic Israel, but the West Bank, East Jerusalem, and Gaza in perpetuity. And that has become a, a religious zealous idea as well as a hardline right-wing nationalist idea, as well as a purported security idea. So uh, this is the uh, principle on which Israel is uh, acting, and it's a, an absolutely unacceptable principle for the rest of the world. Isn't, isn't Joe Biden being utterly reckless by his willingness to involve the United States in complicity with this? Joe Biden is on vacation. <laughs> Joe, where's Joe Biden? Uh, where's uh, the United States leadership? We have a president who is uh, out of date, out of time, out of leadership, uh, and uh, who does not defend U.S. interests 
in this. The U.S. interest is not to be an accomplice to genocide. The U.S. interest is to stop this fighting and make a political solution. When Biden said, yes, a political solution, two-state solution, you'd basically get uh, 192 countries in the UN to agree with that. Israel would essentially be the only one to oppose that. So if the United States uh, decided it's time for politics, not war, we'd have politics. But Biden's not uh, doing that. He is on vacation uh, and uh, his secretary of state is bypassing Congress, uh, shipping weapons. You listen to the vulgarity of the Israeli government, they're not going to stop on their own. In fact, they say, oh, this is going to be another year of war. How many more people killed every day? How much more violence? How much uh, more expansion of the war in the Middle East? But they're after something that is completely unacceptable. This uh, domination over the Palestinian people. It can't be sustained. You, know, uh, you, you and I have talked about this before, what I'm now about to raise, and you alluded to it a few minutes ago. And that is, while Joe Biden was wherever he, he was over the uh, New Year's holiday, Secretary Blinken certified under oath that the need for him to spend money unapproved by Congress was vital to the national security of the United States. I would defy him to explain that, whether under oath or not, how he could even make that argument. It is vital to his own views and wishes to take taxpayer dollars to continue this slaughter. It is hardly vital. Is there even the remotest United States national security interest in helping Israel to perpetrate this slaughter, Professor Sachs? It's contrary, directly contrary to U.S. security interests. It's contrary to U.S. diplomatic interests. It's contrary to physical security because uh, American troops are being shelled all over the Middle East as this continues. So, of course, it's not uh, uh, an emergency that uh, behooves us to uh, push the munitions so that Israel can continue this slaughter. It's exactly the opposite. Now, if this were discussed properly uh, in a uh, proper uh, deliberative uh, debate in the U.S., uh, people would understand this. Uh, that's why Blinken uh, subverted the legislative process and did it uh, as a, an executive branch war. This is how our wars are fought. They're fought without the public engagement, without the public approval. Uh, Congress long ago uh, basically died <laughs> in, in uh, uh, defending uh, the uh, voice of the American people because it was bought out by the military industrial complex a very long time ago. So Congress murmurs a, a little bit of uh, unhappiness. It, it's something like the Roman Senate, I would say, in the first century AD after the Roman Republic ended. There were still the senators there, but what did they do? They walked around in their togas. Uh, it, we have a, a similar situation in the U.S. Congress, which is executive branch fought wars and no debate or oversight by the Congress.
What uh, happened in South Africa recently with a judicial determination or some governmental uh, declaration? This is the only country that I know of that has said this, that Israel is engaged in genocide. Well, President Erdogan has as well. But the only country that purports to have said it officially. Do you know what this is about? That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, what, what they did was uh, file a, 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 an action uh, with the uh, International Court of Justice uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, saying that uh, the court should uh, examine this situation because Israel is violating the uh, Genocide Convention. Uh, So this was a case uh, made by the government of South Africa against the government of Israel in the International Court of Justice. And uh, now a a legal process will ensue. saw uh, just on the wires a moment ago that uh, Israel has answered the complaint, but I haven't uh, been able to uh, look at uh, Israel's response to this. We we have an interesting uh, cut for you, which is both the South African uh, application and the Israeli response. Number three, Chris. South Africa's court application says Israel's acts are genocidal in character, intended to bring about the destruction of a substantial part of the Palestinian national, racial and ethnical group. Israel has rejected the claim, calling it blood libel. In a statement, it said, South Africa's claim lacks both a factual and a legal basis and constitutes despicable and contemptuous exploitation of the court. I don't know how they can say it lacks a factual and legal basis, but what do they mean by blood libel? That sounds like something from the um, medieval era. Well, look, uh, the uh, problem for Israel is that uh, it's filled with loudmouth politicians who have said exactly what they're doing. Uh, Smotrich, who is the finance minister and uh, the head of uh, one of the uh, religious uh, settler movements, that is uh, Israeli settlements in the occupied territories that have been deemed to be illegal uh, under uh, international law and UN Security Council resolutions. He said that uh, Gaza should go from a population of more than 2 million to a population of uh, between 100,000 and 200,000. Now, uh, 
how that's going to come about, presumably, although I don't know what, what he meant, uh, but uh, it uh, in, in, in the, uh, I can't say the generous interpretation, but one interpretation is physically removing those people, that is ethnic cleansing, uh, a massive war crime. Uh, of course, they're also killing people in vast numbers. And the uh, number of statements that the Israeli leaders have made, not hiding their intentions, but stating them that Gaza will be uninhabitable at the end. Uh, a, a, a mayor of uh, one of the cities uh, in Israel, oh, I can't even repeat the vulgarities, but uh, essentially, uh, you know, destroy destroy Gaza. Then he said, no, 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 I didn't mean murder. I just meant get them all out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's one, and uh, Netanyahu says uh, voluntary migration, voluntary, you bomb them, and then they, uh, maybe they will, quote, voluntarily move to avoid being killed by your bombs. Is there any uh, practical or geopolitical advantage to this kind of slaughter? No, no, it's a, a massive war crime. It's a it is a, a terrible, terrible inhumanity. Uh, it is in the service of a, for many of them, a zealous religious idea from the 6th century BC, which is that uh, many of these religious zealots uh, say God gave all this land to the Jewish people. And the fact that there are 7 million Palestinians there, that, that doesn't matter. Uh, we have the right to do whatever we want. And um, no, there's nothing but uh, hatred, uh, absolute uh, lack of care for the lives of, uh, uh, of millions of people, uh, and uh, a zealotry, which really needs to be better understood in the U.S. because this is not what Israel was politically, socially, or culturally 50 years ago, but it is what it has become after the Six-Day War, uh, a uh, religious uh, kind of messianic movement took place based on the idea of uh, religious, hyper-religious uh, Israelis settling in the occupied lands because God gave Israel those lands. And instead of talking about security or two-state solution and so forth, the idea was a zealotry, which is uh, no, no compromise, no concession. Compromise, it's, we take your land is, is, yeah, right, is right, the point. Right, so right. it's not even a matter of compromise. Uh, but this is what Israel has become politically Americans are not really aware of that uh, fully because it's weird and it's strange and it is not what Israel was 30 or 40 years ago. But, so but even, Americans even, are only coming to understand now what they are actually backing. And it's completely shocking. But even the Israel of October 6th, wasn't it essentially and hasn't it essentially been a secular country? It, has it been hijacked by a small group of right-wingers who are necessary in the Netanyahu coalition to give him the 64 votes in the Knesset he needs, and without which he wouldn't even have 60 and the government would collapse? And no. there's this gaggle of extremists hijacked 
the mentality and the culture of the country? Uh, no, uh, it's, a, it's a bit worse than that. It's not uh, just a small group. Uh, it is a dominant part of the politics right now, but it's a mix of two different kinds of politics. Uh, there's a significant messianic religious politics, uh, and then there is a right-wing nationalist politics. They both come to the same point. No compromise. Israel will control all of what is called greater Israel. This is important. Greater Israel means in the Israeli uh, parlance, Israel geographically plus the West Bank, East Jerusalem, and Gaza. So this is a broad alliance. It's not a small group, because but it has both a secular, it has a secular and a religious side to it. Right. But the point is on October 6th, there was no intention at all of any compromise. Uh, so uh, what there was, was not immediate ethnic cleansing. There was an apartheid state, which is we dominate, we rule, uh, the Palestinians have no rights, we control everything. That was October 6th. October 8th is we will ethnically cleanse Gaza. Here's uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu over the weekend uh, saying that Israel will retake control of the border between Gaza and Egypt. I don't know how they can do that, but this is what he said. It's in Hebrew, so I'll, uh, I'll read the, uh, the translation. It's in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia corridor, or to put it more correctly, the southern stoppage point of Gaza must be in our hands. It must be shut. It is clear that any other arrangement would not ensure the demilitarization that we seek. The war is at its height. We are fighting on all the fronts. We have huge success, but we also have painful cases. Achieving victory will require time. As the Israeli army chief of staff has said, the war will continue for many more months. On the northern border, we are landing heavy blows against Hezbollah, eliminating many terrorists and destroying the enemy's capabilities. We approved operational plans for the continuation of the fighting. If Hezbollah expands the warfare, it will suffer blows that it has not dreamed of, so to Iran. Sounds like Lindsey Graham scripted it for him. So why pick a fight with uh, Iran, and why deny that there have been serious casualties on the part of the IDF? Israel is fighting with U.S. arms and U.S. munitions. Netanyahu believes that this is uh, uh, an, an open pipeline for him to say what he wants and do what he wants. I think that this is wrong because the American people uh, must be aghast at this and growing numbers certainly are and Biden's uh, collapse uh, in his electoral prospects uh, reflects in uh, no small part the fact that the uh, disapproval rating of uh, his policies vis-a-vis uh, -vis Israel are enormous. So I think that uh, Netanyahu, uh, who in general is uh, highly destructive 
uh, force, I think he has it wrong. He thinks, so oh, we can continue to do this uh, with impunity, with the whole world against us, doesn't matter, we can expand the wars. He can't do that one day unless the U.S. backs him. Here's um, Nelson Mandela in 1990 discussing all of this, Professor Sachs. One of the mistakes which some political analysts make is to think that their enemies should be our enemies. I explained to Mr. Sidney that we identify with the PLO because just like ourselves, they are fighting for the right of self-determination. You know, it's uh, said uh, daily uh, and accurately that uh, the situation in Palestine is basically apartheid rule, that Israel dominates uh, over 7 million Palestinians uh, and the Palestinian lands. Apartheid rule will not stand in this world. That's why Israel's approach is untenable. But there's a fervent amount of uh, support in Israel for that approach. Again, it's a mix of religious zealotry right. and a mix of uh, hardline right-wing nationalism. But apartheid uh, went the way of uh, uh, into the dustbin of history, as they say, and uh, this greater Israel approach uh, also has uh, no long-term uh, basis uh, to survive in this form. Uh, Israel is going to have to do, think of uh, uh, living side by side with the Palestinian people. There's no alternative. Before we go, uh, Professor Sachs, do you see uh, an erosion of U.S. support for Israel coming? I do, uh, because uh, every day the uh, war crimes of Israel are in front of our eyes, uh, the horror of it, of women and children dying, schools being blown up, hospitals being blown up, people starving, uh, is not acceptable uh, to uh, the American people, nor is it in America's uh, security interests at all to be completely isolated uh, by defending this kind of massacre. So I don't believe that this has a, a long basis. Now, I'm, I'm running against a lot of modern American history where Israel had a blank check and the Israel lobby got what it wanted. But I, I think that that is actually not going to be the way things uh, pr proceed uh, in the coming weeks. Professor Jeffrey Sachs, always a pleasure, my uh, dear friend. Professor Sachs's piece is called Saving Israel by Ending Its War in Gaza. It's posted on judgenap.com. It, like his other writings, is a masterpiece. Professor, thank you very much. Happy New Great Year. Great to be with you. Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you again soon. All the best. Still our busy day uh, coming up. Uh, Matt Ho, Karen Kwiatkowski, the inimitable Larry Johnson. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom. <laughs>